0: Hello, Hashtag First TV family and welcome. It's week 200. Yay! That's the celebration alarm. So, I just, uh, I'm Aaron Rack and I'm here with my good friend, Kevin, a.k.a. Uh, CBC Basic Complexity. Kevin, say hi to everybody. And. I have the number zero this week. What makes the number zero special for me? Impactful. Oh, oh, it's magic, you know. Okay, th- that's my singing portion. So I- I'm kidding. But I will take the number zero from the fact that this past weekend, my training guy at the gym, he was actually 22 years old. And at 22, I say, so 22, 2 minus 2 is 0. There we go. And mm-hmm. um, I remember I asked him, I was like, so uh, what? what's your age?" I, I asked him because I ask everybody, are you a fellow millennial or something? And he's like, I think I, I, I'm on the border. I'm like, on the border? Okay, cool. And he said... Actually. And I'm on the border, and I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for him to say, like, maybe he's 98 or something like that. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm right on the border, 2000. And I was like, <laughs> what? You were born in the year 2000? Like, be still, uh, be still, pitter, uh, inappropriate, pitter-patter. Oh, my gosh, like, inappropriate as in, like, too fast. Um, I just, I, we, we had some really good conversations. He's a really cool general Zer. I was like, yeah, you are very much Gen Z. He's very aware of things and he's like, I don't like the Gen Z generation because I think they're like lazy. And I'm like, but people said that same thing about us millennials when we were your age, young man. And he was like, well, I guess. Uh, one thing that made him particularly interesting though, he is a twin. And while he is 100% heterosexual, his twin is homosexual. And he, he explained that his twin came out to him when they were in the sixth grade. So, it's like kids know. Kids know who they are, what they are. Often. They might not. Anyway, but I, I, I was like, I, I said to him, I was like, kids, no. And he's like, yeah, you know, I've always known that I'm into women. Anyway. Um, da, 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 da. So, yeah, basic complexity, take it away with our song segment. You can introduce the segment if you wish, or just go straight into your new
1: song for 200. All right. So. My newer song, um, and for some of you all, this you might have forgotten about this group, but they were formed not even 10 years ago. The group that was formed by, I don't even know if I want to say former, but Destiny's child member Kelly Rowling the group formed named June's Diary and I know a lot of us haven't heard from them recently but they still out there. Um, So the new song by them once again by June's Diary which is coincidentally their 2022 EP live sessions. Um, And yeah, by June's Diary, for those of you that don't know, the group was officially formed in 2016. And once again by Former Destiny's Child artist Kelly Rowland and celebrity celebrity uh, choreographer <laughs> um, Frank Gatson. where Kelly is more so stepped away from the group. Uh, Frank is still there, like managing the group.
0: You know, I I, I didn't realize that Kelly Rowland had stepped away from the group, but okay. And um, I I don't know, like we discussed this stuff before the show, of course, but I I don't know why, as you were saying, former Destiny's Child member, because I, I, I think that's an interesting way to put it, but it because it made it seem like former Destiny Child member, like she quit Destiny Child. No, it's not that she left Destiny Child, it's just that Matthew Knowles owned the name Destiny's Child so they don't go by Destiny's Child when it's Beyonce Michelle and Kelly anymore. You know, but 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 that's it. So yeah, former in, in terms of that. Now, also, yeah. though, my in my mind, I was like, is he about to name Angel? What do <laughs> you know about
1: Angel? Oh, trust me, I know. Yeah, see, because you are a fellow at 1983 babies. So, so I you get think it. They had their unreleased album, Heavenly.
0: Their unreleased album is called Heavenly. Yes, okay, heavenly angel. Cool, and in case anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, (laughs) anybody outside of our generation, um, it's angel is the group that Latavia and Latoya formed after Destiny's Child,
1: but I'm not even gonna say after Destiny's. Child, because at that time Destiny's Child was still together. No,
0: no, no. A- after they left Destiny's Child, yeah, yeah. And um, it- it- it's interesting because that was freshman year for me in college, Howard mm-hmm.
2: University,
0: and um, my phew, fine, oh, but um, <laughs> my roommates actually went to high school with one of the women, young women at that time, from um, Angel, And he's like, yeah, you know, she and me, I think her name was like Tiffany or something. And he was like, yeah, you know, she is one of my best friends. Anyway, but yeah. So are you ready for my older throwback? Yeah my Elder son, Elder. So, last week I talked, you know, I, I think I'm gonna start doing this like that. Last week, I did talk about Doja Cat, right? And I was like, yeah, you know, because artists like Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown, they said that don't write their albums. They don't write their music. <laughs> Here's the truth about the whole thing. The music industry is very much an industry based on, it's a business, it's a business. So they just, in general, don't give new artists a chance to write their own stuff. Whether you rap, whether you sing, whether you uh, do whatever. New artists generally will not get a chance to write their own stuff in the beginning. And at the time that I was referencing, those were the debut albums by both Lil' Cam and Foxy Brown. And my song this week is Crush on You by Lil' Cam. Hey, yo, shorty, won't you go get a bag? I'll be undressed in the bra all see-through. While you got the juice thinking I'm going to cheat you? The only one thing I'm going to do is keep you, keep you stone set. I got my own briquettes. And I'll be doing things that you won't regret. Little Kim, the queen bee, so you best stay key. So I'll proceed. Yes, indeed. Anyway. I'm gonna throw shade of... Okay, okay. I don't have to keep going. But, uh-huh, yes. And I I love that. And, and that song was new and popular when we first moved to New Orleans, Louisiana. And um, yeah, yeah. I, I did want to add that um. oh... It wasn't so much that it's a woman thing that women can't rap, but it's just that the music industry just didn't let new artists write their music. That's probably still the case, because the music industry is a business. It's a music business, and they they don't want to take chances with anybody. I also wanted to say one thing that that I thought was interesting. For those who remember Lil C's, Mm. not, not like those who remember Lil C's, who was also on that song, Lil Kim said that she was promoting him, Lil C's from Junior Mafia, and she said that he, she said that she was going to promote him the same way that the people promoted her, and she was deliberately working to make him sell sex. And when I heard her say that, honestly, like in my little thirteen-year-old mind, I was like, "Ooh, little C sound sex, Okay, I, 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 I like because if you remember his album, like he was actually half naked on the album, like like that was, and I was like, "Okay, that's cute, I see it." Anyway, <laughs> but the music industry wasn't really seeing it for. A man being promoted as sexual the same way a woman's promoted as sexual. But, you know, besides any, who, who, anyway, I don't want to say that. But, um, basic complexity, um, oh man, I should have. I am upset with myself because I am going to have to insert the Dog and Pony show again. Again while I pull this up because guess what? Do, do you care to guess, Kevin, basic complexity? About what I know exactly. I, I'm I'm really just stalling for time. But um, <laughs> the topic for the week are hashtag Michael B hashtag getting dragged. Hashtag verse TVND featuring Jay Columbus. Jay at Jay Columbus now. Hashtag ding ding. Hashtag talk walk. Now, basic complexity. How many minutes are over? Ah, it is a long intro this week, but it's the two hundredth week, right? Isn't that special? That's special. Cool. Okay. So, are you ready to get this show on the road, my friend? Let's do it. Two hundred. Want <laughs> to create
2: films, uh, they're very supportive. You know, Tessa, uh, Felicia, Rashad, Wood Harris, people that have seen me grow up, and uh, for the fact that I stepped behind the camera and finally got a chance to direct them, they 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 loved it. They embraced it. Oh. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh-huh uh-huh oh. okay who here cringed for her when they saw this i did because i, I love l'oreal she's yeah. such a sweetheart yeah. but you know she was probably cute back in the day too uh-huh. yeah. he probably had a crush on her mm-hmm. and he had his name is michael jordan so you know kids you know how kids yeah. are. Mm-hmm. when you're a kid you're gonna tease somebody but he i guess he took it to heart and it bothered because yes, he, mm-hmm. he probably had a crush on her and a few mm-hmm. other girls back in the day and he probably was like, when I grew up to be big and strong. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get you, bitches." <laughs>
3: well, that's really tough. Yeah. It's tough to be a kid. It's
1: so tough to be a kid and be like, "I want to be an actor, or I want to well, be a rapper, or is. singer or yeah. whatever it is." It's well. like, because everyone, Ooh, all your
3: fans are gonna be like, "No, you can't he do could it."
1: Wait. He be like, "Oh yeah, <clears> yeah <throat> remember you can't be." <clears throat> oh, he exactly. could. Success is <laughs> I the greatest revenge. It though. is. Yeah. And I, I am one of those people who does appreciate a low dosage of bullying growing up because this (laughs) makes you who you are. Like you know, I'm saying sometimes when you like go up, you know, to do that thing you about to do, it's the Mm. people that used to
0: like you know jab (laughs) at you to. I'm gonna show you. I love every time I go to Chicago. They be like, yeah,
1: yeah, and you thought I wasn't gonna make it. Are
3: you at my concert? (laughs) Did you pay money to get in here? (laughs) Oh, girl, you should have called me.
0: Yes. I know all the people call
3: me a
1: sissy, honey. Now look at me. Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> all right, Kevin, basic complexity. All right, um, yeah, definitely. After hearing this, i had to agree with everyone when they were like, "My B. be Jordan is." probably like look at me now. Um hell he was in my opinion, he was cute even back then. Um oh yeah, back in the day also. Um in in general. I'm sorry. Um, well, in regards to that video, um, I was going to say that we all need to stop this hyper masculine anti gay BS.
0: Okay. I will say and and, and that 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 was it.
1: Um, pretty much, it's not really talked about often now, but two dudes, even two straight or straight gay or two gay dudes could like I love you in a platonic level. without that
0: having to be expressed. Okay. So so next will be your one-in-one and I'll go and stay. My initial reaction to this came from, at first I saw the beautiful Joe Budden, actually, and you know what, I need to stop doing that. Stop it, stop it. Everybody's beautiful, period, right? Everybody, anyway. But I'm seeing Joe Budden on his podcast like speak so ups- he was so upset, so upset that Michael B. Jordan would have the audacity to do that to L'Oreal. And, and it, it just shows that that he he is a um well, he is corny because he would do that to a girl on camera. it's like, what? And actually, no, it wasn't that. But I'm like, why is he so upset? Let me look that up and why. And I saw the video, and I was like, wait a minute. What are people upset about? And then I saw um, Dish Network talking about what people were upset about. And I was like, they were upset about that? And in my connection, I just... I, I just don't agree. I, I don't think that's what was going on. I feel that an ear of Michael B. Jordan's heard L'Oreal actively say at that event that, oh, I, I, I can do that interview with him because, you know, we went to high school together, that corny dude, whatever. And I believe he, he didn't hear it himself, but an ear of his heard it and relayed that message. That's why he was like, if you listen to the video, you hear he said, I, I just heard you say that, or, or I, I heard you say that, and she was like, no, I didn't say that, I didn't say it. So, no, it's not going back. They went to high school together. Yes, they did. And she was probably one of the people who was hating on him. Yeah. And all of that. But that's not why Michael B. Jordan brought it up at that event. I don't think that's what was going on, and he he connected that because he was like, "Ah, you got God. I heard you." Or it it, it, it it was it came it got back to me what what you said, like yeah, I'll interview him, whatever you know that, and perhaps it might have been related to uh, his emotions that had him bring up that comment in the first place but again it's not a I don't feel it's a high school grudge and sometimes for some helpful some yeah sometimes stuff like that is a helpful narrative to help people feel that they have somebody like that is an overcomer I'll save the rest for my one and one basic complexity what's your one and one for the Michael B. Jordan
1: story um, oh, um, 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 one that I personally made full lever and coma. Um, so just let the cards fall where they may, because, yeah, chances are. It's gonna come back to you if you're doing someone wrong. Facts, <laughs> and,
0: and and you don't need to uh, cuss so angrily about it. How dare you do that to her? you? Anyway, but yes. So um, and and that 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 was your one and one. You just had the one sentence. Yeah. Cool. I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to just cut you off. But my uh one I will take the one minute and say that um yeah, sometimes people benefit from such a a narrative of oh well he was the uh the high school nerd and look at him now, you know. Like so I, I get that's part of the reason that the media wanted to promote this story that way, but it's like, mm, uh, whatever. It reminds me of the whole thing that that used to be popular on talk shows back in the day, when (laughs) somebody would be like, you used to make fun of me in the fourth grade. Now, 40 years later, I still hold a grudge, and I wanted to bring you on Jerry Springer Show to tell you, that now I am a successful sh- manager, a shift manager at a Fortune 5,000 <laughs> 5, company. Anyway, but, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. No, no shade to shift manager. But I, I just would feel it was so ridiculous when, when people would do that. Like, I would even watch it as a kid, like, even as a kid who's not the popular kid in school. I couldn't see myself bringing somebody on a talk show to be like, I'm better than you now. That's stupid stuff. But um, my one sentence is, hmm. Uh, hopefully this no news is bad news blitz helps Michael B. Jordan's Creed bottom line, Creed 3 bottom line. But, I do not feel this was a holdover grudge from high school. Mm -hmm. It was just from today. Just from that day, I think. Anyway, are you ready for the next topic, my friend? That's good. Hashtag getting dragged at CNN, Hashtag First TV 200 B.
3: This is just another bill in a long line of bills that are, you know, just this assault on the queer community here in Tennessee. Um, but this bill absolutely is intended to, um, uh, to, to, you know, criminalize drag in public spaces. Um, this this is not about children. It's it's stigmatizing queer art and queer culture, uh, which is the purpose. But it's all because they want they want people to think sexual. They want people to think that queer people are nothing but sexual.
2: I have a question about the interpretation uh, of the word performance because it the, the law groups what they call male and female impersonators with topless dancers, go-go dancers, exotic dancers, and strippers. Now all of the rest of those, those are are actions and and designed to be erotic. Drag very often usually is not, but to characterize drag, just being in drag as a performance um, does simply appearing in public in drag then count as a performance. I mean, do you see what I'm, I'm, I'm asking here? What's your interpretation? I,
3: I do, and, and we do have um, many drag performers have that concern. But even past that, I'm a trans person. Um, depending on who is reading that law, I they may they may determine that I am a female impersonator. Um, you know, I have I have trans part of my job is working with trans people, and I'm answering these emails with all this anxiety of you know I am a dancer, I'm a dance instructor you know, does what I do count? Am, am I going to be arrested for, you know, dancing in public because mm. I am not, because I'm seen as a, 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 you know, a female impersonator? But if I've got my AirPods in, like I frequently do, and I'm just jamming out as I'm going through you know, the grocery store, does that count as a performance? Am I, a, so it's just.
2: Yeah, yeah. Trans- it,
3: it put- We're we're scared that not only is this going to limit our access to art, but also to life. And and I think that's the point. They're trying to legislate us out of existence. They're trying to make it so we can't leave our homes.
2: Well, let me ask you this. Um, As the governor, uh, Governor Lee there, was preparing to sign this bill, uh, someone uh, asked him about a photo from his yearbook in 1977. Uh, This is Governor Bill Lee. He's the one in the pearls. Uh, He calls this lighthearted. He is there at some high school event. Uh, His office elaborated in a statement to the Daily Beast saying, the bill specifically protects children from obscene, sexualized entertainment, and any attempt to conflate this serious issue with lighthearted school tradition is dishonest and disrespectful to Tennessee families. Your thoughts?
3: I would argue that conflating drag with, with, uh you know puring an interest is is ridiculous I, I don't know when the last well i mean obviously you know uh governor lee's been to some sort of drag event um but i don't know the last time he's been to a drag show and seen what a drag show really is
1: Ooh.
3: all right so uh
0: timer my initial reaction is I kind of despise how LGBT things get conflated with the worst of the worst. Like in in, in this law that they're having in Tennessee, it's like, we, well, you know, it's to protect the kids and we don't want kids to have drag shows, just like we we don't want kids to have um, stripper shows. It's like, what? What what kind of connection is that? You know, and it's kind of like with the gay thing, the homosexual thing in particular, I kind of despise when people conflate these things and it's like, well, Sin is sin. I hate that. Sin is sin. You know, it's, it's just like murder is sin, um, stealing from nursing home is sin, kicking puppies to death is sin, you know, being homosexual, it's a sin. It's all the same. It's all the same. Sin is sin. Like, that, that, that drives me crazy. And, um, Bills like this are not for the kids. And I, I think that the woman said it exactly what it is and that it's an attempt to erase us for the sake of your comfort. Because xenophobia being different, we make you uncomfortable just by existing. So you have to find a way to get it out and get people on your side so, a popular way to get people on your side about a debate is to be like, "It's for the kids. Okay. It's for the children. No, it's not for the children." <laughs> anyway, um, da da da. Yes, I I I feel that this is yet another uh, slippery slope, and yeah, it as as far as the time that he was in drag and and he he wrote it off like, well, you know, it's silly stuff. But it's a slippery slope to Mm -hmm. just anybody being able to determine on, on their own that, hey, you're doing drag. I think what you're doing is drag and that's illegal. I'm gonna waste the time of the cops and call the cops on you. And the cops will have to do even more work and add even more to their already filled plate of ridiculous phone calls. And that's gonna be one of them. I think this person's doing drag. You need to arrest them. Get out of town. And um, I'll ask my question in my one minute. Kevin, what is your
1: perspective? All right, Um, yeah. After hearing this, I am fully disgusted that some keyword, some heterosexuals, still think still think that way. It's not too far removed, and Aaron, you probably remember this from a few back in the day, some years ago. When some heterosexuals were saying, they were talking so much trash about homosexuals. Um, Yeah, and they thought that all gay men were heterophiles. Nasty as that is. When in... Oh, honestly, the majority of pedophiles are heterosexuals, and I'm just saying facts. Right.
0: And I I, I don't even think uh, that—I'm sorry.
1: No, Uh, you're good.
0: I I don't even think that it's that homosexuals have a particularly higher propensity to be pedophiles. You know, like, oh, one yeah. You know, like, I don't even want to go into the pedophile thing. But mm-hmm. suffice it to say, yeah, I, I do remember that, that used to be a thing that that they would try to push. <laughs> yes. You know, like, gays can be pedophile, and, and and that was that that was as we were building. The, the community, thank yeah. you, Glad. thank you, HRC, you know, that would be the uh, counter to it. And even the uh, 22-year-old guy was talking about how he, he's noticed that as gay rights get better and better, he, he's like, it seems like the opposition is getting stronger and stronger or trying harder and harder. To fight against it. Anyway, my question yes. is I will say take a minute for critical thought. What is your ideal result from this legislation, this lawmaking? What is your ideal result? What are you looking to come of this? Is it because you, you, you think it'll help kids not become gay? Mm. You're wrong. Anyway, my one sentence is ah, at this level, we are all somewhere in the middle, middle of a grand game. And in the words of Sage George Carlin, they are fish bowling us. I'm just saying. Uh, oh,
1: yes, and you're one in one um, well, I guess it's just one um actually, do adore most kids um but some, in all honesty, some of them are just heathens <laughs> um how. Ever, most kids are they are cool with me most kids once again I'm not saying all but most that's what I got okay hashtag verse TV I'm Aaron
0: Mack
1: Kevin, aka Basic Complex, today. Hashtag Verse
0: TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family.
1: Two hundred.